Welcome to all my viewers out there. My name is Jay Hairston, and you're listening to The Next Up Podcast. So in this podcast, we will be interviewing esteemed individuals so we can learn how we can be best prepared to answer when opportunity calls. So today, I'm here with a special guest, Elodie Hairston. How are you doing, Ms. Hairston? I'm doing well. I am the and Special Deputy Attorney General um, and one of many uh, that North Carolina has. So um, I work for the Attorney General's office, uh, the North Carolina Department of Justice. Um, so there, there's not just one me, there are many me's. That's great to hear that you're doing well. That's actually a great segue into my first question. So as a state deputy and lawyer, how do you like your job? Um, it's been interesting. Um, any as with any career, there have been ups and downs. Um, I started at DOJ um, after I had worked uh, for Legal Aid of North Carolina, which provides legal representation to low-income individuals. Um, so I definitely felt like public service law was um, the direction that I needed to go in. So I'm glad that I had the opportunity to work at the AG's office because that was sort of always my career, one of my career goals. Um, and I've worked there for 15 years. I had an opportunity to, I feel as though, you know, contribute to um, a lot of things that are positive, a lot of things in terms of making sure that taxpayer dollars are spent the way that they should, um, that we defend state agencies as needed, um, and that when cases need to be settled, which is basically just agreeing to an amount, that we're able to do that. We're able to do the right thing. So it's been a rewarding career for me. Now that sounds like a very interesting career. So what would you say were the most challenging parts of your field that you have come across? I think with any career, um, there are challenges in terms of just stressful nature of, of certain careers, especially careers. Right. I'd also just say that um, it can be adversarial, as you can imagine. Um, the type of law that I do, um, you know, it's litigation. So obviously there's one side that has one position and another side that has another. And by its very nature, it's adversarial. Um, so one of the challenges to, is to make sure that you're representing your client uh, zealously and to the, to the extent possible um, while making sure that everything that you do is in good faith and that you're not creating a circumstance that makes it less likely that justice will prevail. So you're basically trying to balance the needs of your um, and the duties towards your client with your, the duties that you have towards the court. Um, and it's not a difficult balance, really, but it's one that you always have to be mindful of. So it's not a win at any cost situation um, because we have duties to the profession as well as to our clients. That is definitely a great thing to be aware of because I know in some court cases, attorneys are having to balance doing the right thing by their client and also adhering to the book. It's, it's lawyer by lawyer. Right, right. That's important, um, but I think that it's the most important thing. And, um, you know, to me, this profession allows for me to be able to kind of create order out of chaos. And that's kind of how I view it, is that you come into a situation where there are multiple sides, you know, saying different things and you assist in a resolution. And that resolution is hopefully justice, hopefully represents um, a just 
into whatever the conflict is. And to me, um, you know, that's the important thing. Um, I like to win, obviously. Don't we all? Don't we all? Most of the time, you know, I, I definitely would say that um, you feel that you have uh, carried out justice when you are when you prevail. But at the same time, even if you don't, you are at least resolving something, something that was a conflict and something that was bringing, um, you know, feelings of conflict and and dissatisfaction to both sides. And you're finally getting that resolved. Um, so there's a feeling um, there that I feel like it's something that's been a positive for the career, for my career. So that brings me to my next question. Did you ever doubt that you would ever become a lawyer that you are today? And if so, how did you reassure yourself along the way? Um, I think everyone has doubts. Um, I think one of the doubts that I had was whether this was actually the career that was right for me. Um, there were lots of times, particularly during law school, when I when I thought that way. Um, as I've gotten further into the career and seen the different ways that you can practice law, um, you know, I went from litigating to now managing other attorneys and legal staff. And so a lot of what I do is help them um, strategize and see all sides of their cases and bring them to some logical conclusion um, and help them come up with defenses and help um, help the relationships with our client agencies. So for me, um, that is one of the most rewarding things that I feel like I do now versus when I was, you know, just in court handling my own cases. I definitely feel like I have more of an impact now um, than I did then uh, because I feel like I'm helping to support and shape other people. Um, but at the same time, years ago, I didn't have hindsight. I didn't know how things were going to end up. So yes, absolutely. There were times when I just wasn't sure how everything was going to work out. And I think um, that's normal. Um, I think that, that for me, I just had to have faith that I would end up where I was supposed to be, no matter where that was. Um, and also, one of the things that for me helped me when I felt that way was to look at the role models in my life. I'm very fortunate to have had lots of role models, first and foremost, my parents and grandparents and um, my brothers, my older brothers, your dad and your uncle Ashley, who um, for me were some of the earliest role models that I had. And so I understood that hard work is not something that means something is wrong. It means that you're working towards a goal and that's normal. So I didn't expect for things to be super easy. Um, right. That helped me to understand that a setback didn't mean that I wouldn't be able to achieve my goals. Um, but just always trying to pay attention to the things around me and to figure out which direction I needed to go. Um, and I think that it's normal to feel like you may not achieve your goals. But I think the other thing to remember is that your goals may change. Some people just become so determined, you know, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, that they are unwilling to change in another direction that maybe is, is actually where they need to go. So I think at the same time, you know, everyone should be open-minded. Um, you know, I was a psychology major in undergrad and I used 
psychology and having emotional intelligence and being able to understand people is a huge part of my job. I didn't, I knew that I was drawn to psychology. I knew I enjoyed it. I knew it was interesting to me, but I wouldn't have known 20 years ago how exactly I would use it. Um, but now I realized that it was good that I decided to be a, a psych major as opposed to an English major um, or some of the other political science. Those were a couple of majors that are popular for people who are going to law school. And I decided on psychology. And I think that that served me well. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people need to hear because a lot of times people go into jobs thinking that this will be the end all be all and that nothing will change. But I think when people go into things with open minds, they'll be surprised at how far they'll be able to go. So I'm sure that you've touched on this a little bit earlier in our um, recording, but how far into the study of law would you say it took you to find out that this was your calling? I mean, for me, it was not until after I finished law school, honestly, that I realized that maybe, you know, this was the right career. And I still think that my career may evolve into something else. Um, I, I think for me, I, I knew that law school would be tough and I decided to go ahead and finish law school and get into the career and figure out, you know, what is it that I need to be doing? Um, and that's what I did. And it sort of led from one step to another um to where i am now and one of the things that i will say is that i don't think that you ever stop evolving i think that there's an idea when you're younger that your career is going to be this and this is all you'll ever do and this is how you'll think and what you'll want to do when you're an adult and when you become an adult you realize you never stop changing and evolving as a person hopefully i mean hopefully everyone continues to evolve interesting so um would you say that in any career uh, you should go into it having an open mind and just looking to pick up new and different skills. So one of the things that I'll say is that, you know, I decided to go ahead and get the law degree because I felt like that would open doors for me um, in many different areas. I couldn't have told you what if we, you know, were talking back before you were born or around the time that you were born. I could have never been able to tell you where I would end up. But I felt like I was getting the education that I needed to give me the options that I wanted to have. Um, so, I mean, for me, what I would say to my younger self and what I'd say to you and any younger people um, or older people who are listening is that you should never give up on yourself and never decide, well, it's too late for me to do this or that. If that's a passion of yours, if that's something that you feel a pull to a certain um, area, even if it's outside of what you specifically went to school for, then you should you should explore that. Because, you know, I don't think I ever would have been able, or I know I wouldn't have been able to be a, a manager of, of lawyers had I not practiced law and had to go through the things that a lot of my attorneys are going through. Um, so I guess I, I say all that to say that sometimes your road um, your road to a place doesn't look like the place and that's to me one of the things that I wish that I had had known and understood at an earlier age do the things that you know will be helpful no matter what so getting some type of an education in a related field and then learning from those jobs those that you know that career path and opening that up to whatever the next step is that sounds like a great plan of action
So what experience best prepared you for your success? Um, the experience of growing up in our family prepared me for success. And I don't say that because we have a lot of successful people in our family. We certainly do. That isn't necessarily the key for me, um, looking back. Because no matter what other people are, are doing, they could have all of the tools and the dedication and they can be successful and they can be around you. But if you don't have the drive yourself um, and you don't believe in yourself, then you can't duplicate that based on what someone else has done. Um, what I would say is the role models. So, you know, my parents, your grandparents, um, are and, and were my biggest cheerleaders. They taught me that I could do and go as far as I wanted to go um, and that God would carry me there. They taught me to have faith. You know, um, grand, your, your grandmother, Grammy, um, always said, you know, when I would feel discouraged, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. She would always tell me to repeat that Bible verse. And I always did. And I always felt like wherever I was supposed to go in life was not set by people. It's not set by other people. It's set by God. Um, because he's the only one who knows my potential, knows each of our potential and our talents, and knows us well enough to know what we can do and what we were, we're best equipped to do. So I would say that having that belief um, is what brought, has brought me where I am. And I'm not going to say that that belief has never wavered, that faith has never wavered. But that's always what been what I've been brought back to because that's how I was brought up. Um, and that's what I heard over and over from our family um, and from, you know, grandparents, aunts, uncles, um, in addition to parents. And I believe that. Um, I think that a lot of people let other people tell them who they are. People who didn't create you, people who don't know you. Um, I don't do that anymore. I don't let other people tell me who I am. Um, I am, in my mind, ever evolving. Fortunately, I have people who are speaking positivity over, over me in my life. But I would say to those who don't have that experience where they have people who are being negative, um, to just remember that. Um, and I think that's one of the things that helps me even now, um, because you're always going to walk into rooms where you feel like you don't know as much as the other people there. But what you'll find is that you do. And a lot of the time, you know more. If you've spent the time preparing and you've done the work, a lot of the time, you know more. Now, you may not have the same amount of confidence that they do. And a lot of that has to do with what have people told you about yourself? What have you believed that other people have said about you? What has the world said about you? And I think it's mind over matter at that point. Um, so I would just, you know, encourage everybody to make sure that you're listening to the right voices. Um, the other thing I would say is that when you're scared or nervous to do something, that's not an excuse not to do it. That is a part of life and it's a part of any new experience, anything that any step that you take, that's one step to another. Sometimes you just have to do whatever you're going to do and be scared while you do it not avoid things that may be painful or that you may be afraid to do.
I definitely can co-sign to that because in my calc class, it has been anything but easy. But I am persistent and I keep persevering in that class. Co-sign that too from calculus that I took years ago. All of the daily, weekly, monthly, you know, this test is, a, is 20% of your grade. This, te- You know, and I look back on that and I think, wow, I mean, how did I get through that? Everybody needs to remember is that, you know, when you're in it, you're actually doing a lot better than you think you are. <laughs> you're actually a lot more impressive than you think you are because people may look at, you know, what I have to do now um, and view it as being so difficult. But I look back at that student that I was, um, you know, however many years ago, and I think, wow, that was really tough. How did, how did I get, you know, how did I get through that? I got through that. And I think that that's something that we all need to just kind of remember is that we're capable of amazing things. We definitely are. My English teacher always told me that we are so much more than the grade in our paper. And I really have taken that to heart ever since. Student, um, you know, someone your age can look back over the 12 years of school that you've had and say, I mean, I took, I've taken all of these tests. I've had all of these projects. I've done all of these things. I can keep going and I can do, I can do the next one as well. I think a lot of things affect um, grades. <laughs> a lot of things affect grades. Um, one of the things that I always think about, you know, would be standardized tests and how they're biased towards certain groups um, and how they were designed to be that way. Who just are, you know, because they're, they get anxiety or they're just not good test takers for whatever reason. Um, I, I think that everyone should absolutely remember that. And sometimes your goal is to get to the next step that everyone needs to realize that just because you get a B on a paper instead of an A, your future is not ruined. Because I guarantee you, at some point, people are going to, it's not a test. I mean, or the test is real life. And if you can be the best test taker you want, but if you're not able to actually take that and translate that into real life, then that's going to be a problem. Um, I think it's great because it gets you accustomed to pressure um and discipline those are the things that i think that instills all right well thank you to all those listening out there and stay tuned for my next podcast